Hey guys, welcome to Defy the Norm podcast. Today is Wednesday, which means another episode of Awaken Wednesday with Gabby, Isabel, and myself, Robin. We are going to talk all about the hero's journey. This is going to be really a cool um, podcast for you, or a cool episode for you guys to listen to because Gabby's going to break down the 12 stages of a hero's journey, and we're going to talk about how it can uh, be seen in the entire state of the world, like where we are in the world, the universe's hero's journey, and where we are on our personal uh, clock of the hero's journey. So I think you guys are going to love this one. Let's get to it. To inspire you to boldly and unapologetically Live outside the box. Dream big. And question everything. This is the Defy the Norm podcast with Nomads with a Purpose. Today, I thought we would talk about uh, the Lionsgate portal, and um, I wanted to talk about the hero's journey in correlation to um, our own personal journeys and kind of correlate it to what's going on on the Lionsgate, the Lionsgate portal energy and how that has to do with the collective energy and kind of what we were talking about the other day about with what's going on in the world. So, um, Isabel, do you want to give a background on what the Lionsgate portal is first to yeah. To get an, so people who didn't tune into our ceremony get an idea of what it's all about. Yeah, sure. So you can fact check me at any point, just like Instagram does, if I get my facts wrong. But I, what I believe uh, the Lionsgate portal is, is not that there's some literal portal that you can see visible, but it's basically that. And what it, how this portal opens is when the star Sirius constellation in the sky gets to a certain point in alignment with the sun and it creates this aspect that is known as the Lionsgate portal. Now in ancient mythology this Lionsgate portal has a meaning where um, in ancient Egypt it's when when the Lionsgate portal opened uh, the river would flood or something and so it would create um, it bring a great harvest. So the Lionsgate portal is symbolism for a great harvest, a spring coming, new change. And it also has to do with the star. I was just reading about this in Moon Omen's book. It has to do with the star Remus as well, which is why the lion aspect also comes in. And it's also known as an 8-8 portal in numerology because it happens usually on August 8th, on the 8th day of the month. And Um, 8 brings abundance, and that's the transformation into abundance. Yes, and then 8 represents abundance and power. So this Lionsgate portal has heavy, heavy symbolism of abundance and power and lions in general. It's in Leo season, so it also represents us stepping into more courage, stepping into higher expression, and also it this Lionsgate portal activates higher consciousness and it makes it so that we can take in higher energy and make it so that we can reset our DNA for um, higher vibration. Yeah, so basically, okay? <laughs> long story short, it was an amazing ceremony. You can actually still access the ceremony because the Lionsgate portal energy um, has a, what do you call it, like a shadow period um, yeah. where the energy is still coming down. 
um, the week before and the week after the Lionsgate portal. So it's still a really good time to try our ceremony. You can do it if you just download our app, Nomads of the Purpose, um, and you just start your free trial and you can get access to the replay. And what's, what's even crazier is, you know, sometimes we talk about Lionsgate portal. It sounds so much like a spiritual witch juju, but I was looking up, I heard people talking about the Schumann resonance going crazy. And the earth has this Schumann resonance, which is basically a 24 seven monitor of the earth's frequency. And so I wanted to see what they were talking about. So I went and looked it up and on eight, eight, it was unbelievable. The amount of light that was coming down on the earth's frequency. It was mm-hmm. the, the scale was, was going like, you know, when you're talking to a microphone and it goes into the red because you're talking too loud. That's what it looked like on a scale, the Schumann resonance. So it was really cool. what do you think of our, of the Lionsgate portal? I definitely feel the energy of the Lionsgate portal. But what I do notice is that not everybody around me can handle. If I step into my power, that makes me even more um, seem like domineering or dominant. And so I do notice like I had to check my energy. And obviously, uh, your dad's not quite comfortable with me having even more assertiveness or empowerment or like, yeah, let's do this. So I definitely feel it. But I noticed I have to um, equally step into uh, my a space of like, okay, do it for you. But like, what can other people handle? I've seen really great things. I feel like um, there's a lot of harmony going on among people in the world too. Because there was a time when I turn on Instagram and I think, oh gosh, I felt like I had to be there. And I catch myself wanting to be there more um, now. And I think that has a little bit to do with with the Lionsgate portal, my shift in in thinking more about like uh, moving from acceptance to like what can I offer, and that was part of when I, I did the things with uh, with your guys' ceremony. I followed along. I thought about like how much more can I give without necessarily needing something in return. Just how can I contribute better? Yeah, and so the other thing I've been thinking about is, you know, we were talking about. Um, the current infrastructure bills and that sort of like fearful mentality that you and I get caught up in sometimes, especially because we have such overactive third eye chakras that we can just, we can see, we can see the long-term repercussions of things more, uh, faster than other people do. And so then, it, but in the other hand, you know, it's an overactive third eye chakra. So then it triggers fear in us. And I think it is odd that we had that moment of fear come in at the same time as this Lionsgate portal. I don't think it's necessarily a coincidence. And so the same way you're talking about how uh, dad was um, a little bit more triggered negatively by all the energy Energy. coming in, I think maybe we felt in a different way. And I think on a collective level, you have extremes coming in right now because it's it's literally shining a light on the negative energy. Kind of like I used the metaphor in my newsletter today that it's like when you drink a greens juice, you know how you get like a headache? Mm. That's kind of how it feels, right? Mm Because it's detoxing... Um, all the things that have all the things that you need to clear out of the system. Yeah, it's interesting that third eye thing is something that uh, I'm very aware of. My third eye sees what's going to happen up until a certain point, but then, and, and I feel like oh, but to meet people uh, on the same level, I have to show that. But deep down. I know that all of that is good in a way because all of that has to be exposed. 
And it's kind of like giving people a green juice and saying like, trust me, you're gonna feel amazing. But they what the first drink of it, they're like, oh my gosh, this is so gross. And then you know that like, yeah, but, but if you keep having it every day, you're gonna actually start craving it. You're gonna actually think your body becomes more alkaline. You're gonna think like, no, this is normal. This is actually, this is great. And so I do think that third eye is tricky because if you get to the point of fear, which we do momentarily, and then I feel like I have to check myself and be like, no, no, no. Remember, we have to get through this dark tunnel. Do you remember doing the bike ride, the Hiawatha? Yeah. I kind, I literally in my head think about that bike ride, that first, there's 20 minutes in the dark. And I'm like, oh man, aren't we through yet? I can't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I feel like it's cold. My hands are getting cold and like our lights are getting dim. I don't know, am I gonna make it? I don't know, you can do this. The light at the end, of the, it's gonna be so great when you get through and you're like, yes, I made it. So I have to reframe real quick. It's like an instantaneous fear to, no, 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 you were born for this. Yeah, um, and so that's the other thing I wanted to bring in. So uh, we were doing uh, our series on koshas today and I don't remember, what were we talking about? Intellectual kosha that we brought up the hero's journey? And it triggered me to remember this post that I saw on Instagram. I love this account called Quantum Feedback. And they did um, a post today on the 12 steps of a hero's journey, which is cool because um, I'll, I'll say what it is in a second. But we always think of the hero's journey kind of in the three or four step process. Yeah. But if you break it down even smaller, it's kind of cool to see where we are in the scale that they made. So like where the world is. The yeah, where that in both. the hero's journey. It's cool to and look like, at where you are, what you've been through, like because sometimes you could look you could probably look at yourself and go, Yeah, I went through this twice or I'm on I'm on I'm like halfway through the third cycle yeah. and you've completed it in the past and then you're in it currently and the world is now currently on it. So it starts with it's a circle with dots along the out the rim of the circle and it begins with, with uh you're at home. Then there's a call to adventure. Then you have the threshold guardian, which is critical thinking. And I thought that was funny because they use the word critical thinking. There are people, a large portion of people in the world right now, that are never going to make it past that. Or it's going to take a lot for, it's going to take things getting much worse for them to ever break through that. If they haven't broken through it at this point, I kind of don't think they will. But... I kind of think it's almost like a road trip, as you tell us this, because, you know, we're going on another road trip tomorrow because we managed to last impulse in a whole five days, maybe. And it's like you loaded up the car and you start driving and then you re- it's like you didn't stop to think like I need to fill the gas tank. Right. Yes. So it's threshold guard. So, now you have to turn back. It's the yeah. threshold. Um, and so then after, so there's critical thinking, right? Obviously, people have gone past that. A lot of the awake people have already gotten past that. Then you have the, the threshold to adventure, which is the point of no return. That's the point in which, you know, all three of us, our whole family, and then all the other people who are fighting have, you've had to already reach that point where you draw a line in the sand, right? I, would, I consider that the line in the sand moment where you say, oh, I'm not going to go back on trying to kind of brain my, brainwash myself into the narrative. You're, you already fully understand the truth. And so that's the point of no return when yes. you fully understand mm-hmm. the truth. Absolutely. And not only just the truth about what's going on, but the truth of consciousness. Yeah. And that's crazy because you're at step three. That's step and three. there's nine. Yeah. More. Okay. Okay. Finding Bring your it. feet on the road of trials. So mm-hmm. those are all the moments when you're like, okay, I committed to, I'm not going to walk into the grocery store with a mask. I committed. It's the point of no return. So you consistently face it with all these trials. You know, we had that 
the one situation in Missoula that that remember. Yeah. Um, and yeah. you have all these moments where you have to stand your ground. It's but you already know that you're committed to it. It's like the universe. Testing so I don't you. know what the next ones are going to be, but I was thinking about that in like I used to be where I'd stand my ground. It was so much driven by anger. And it was so defensive. Is that part of it that it gets? Because it's definitely changed to where it's not. I don't have that feeling anymore. It's actually. Okay. So okay. keep telling us. So see. I think then. What was that? Four. Four and five are kind of together. So you've got, you know, finding your feet on the road of trials. But then helpers and mentors um, help you along the way. Okay. Right? And then those yeah. are all the all the people we look up to at this time. It's like um, finding your tribe. Like, you know that there's other people that are. That they. It, it was definitely a light bulb moment when we realize like oh wait we're not the only ones who know and we're not the only ones who are not okay with this right i think uh of all the we listened to the way forward podcast you listen to mark moss a lot jp series has been so great at doing all mm-hmm. that um the next one is overcoming challenges and remaining on your path so this is kind of the last three steps are kind of together interwoven i think the past year has been a combination of that um and i okay so here's where i think we are in the world as a collective. At this as a collective. I believe we're only, and this isn't halfway through the hero's journey. <laughs> no, yet, that's I, should what say. I, was I believe we're here. This is temptation to lead you off of your path. And I call it, to, and I think it's temptation because this is kind of the moment where you see now the contrast between what the evil is trying to um, hold hold you back from you know um you know you can't fly travel abroad you can't have all these um instant gratification things that you that actually do serve your your joy in life and you're being asked to not have those things anymore or we're getting close to that point i i completely agree that we're at that point i just think like if you're listening you you know like yeah i know exactly that feeling like part of me wants to cave part of me is like but I'm just so scared. What do you mean I'll never get to travel? I won't even be able to go to the grocery store. You're projecting too far out. You have to trust in like there. You will find it in just a different way. You're going there. This, we will absolutely get through this. It just means you're going to have to do a little bit more preparation in finding farmers to get food from and going out of your way to find like-minded community. Because I do think there's, I wonder if it's part of this, but we will get to this part where this limbo space where the decentralized world hasn't fully been built out but we're so used to what we had or what we thought we needed that there's going to be this huge void internally for just a little bit now your little bit in the grand scheme of consciousness might be a year but we will go like you're you're just you know you're just gonna have to keep listening to us because right don't you feel like right. there's that mm-hmm. that you you felt feel it often I mean you don't ever second guess thinking about getting the the shot or anything but you do think about there like, is often the, there's that the you're like, temptation how am I, going? I mean the logical brain would never cave but there's but you the feel temptation. like oh my gosh how am I gonna not fly for that right. long right and so then uh, what you just described is then the polar the six o'clock opposite to home which okay. is the direct the middle of the journey which is the abyss you know oh really yeah <laughs> that's funny yeah the okay. abyss it's the the be- <laughs> they go the belly of the whale the overwhelm the dark the dive in and pull yourself out and i thought this part was kind of cool this is the part where you extract your gifts and continue the adventure okay so do you want to add to that before i talk about well no i had another note in general but i can wait to save it but 
it's really interesting how I feel like through each phase, you're kind of going through like the seven stages of grief because you're being pulled to like trying to get pulled. It's like in a way consciousness, like you're trying to get pulled into those darker things. You can take each step and end up in shame or anger or guilt, but you're always being called back to be in that empowerment, like, okay, in acceptance, especially. So I feel like it's amazing how much this requires both for the hero's journey on the personal level, but as a collective level, it can be discouraging to be on like oh my gosh we're already on six or five or four or i'm only on step seven when it really just takes a lot of mindfulness to be like hey i accept where i am and i'm going to trust the process both in collective and for self that's like a really hard thing to do yeah but it's really insane how much mindfulness plays and you're right because that, that idea of loss it's um you know i feel very lucky that i've never lost anything like super super close to me but I can imagine and knowing people who have that, that feeling of loss seems like it will never go away. And that's probably where people are at or getting close or going to feel as if like, this is it, you know, whatever communism's coming in, there will never be freedom in the world ever again. You just feel like when you're in it and it's painful, it's hard to imagine. Even in like childbirth, when you're in transition labor, it literally feels like you are going to be stuck here forever. It's not like, oh, just one more. I got this. You just feel like, oh, my gosh, does somebody kill me now? I can't take another one of these. Yeah. And so, well, on the other hand, the hopeful end is like, you know, if you, if we say that we're at either almost halfway, you know, the abyss yeah. is halfway, but the abyss is the point where you feel that all the things that you, Isabel and you just described. But at the same time, everything gets easier after that. Because like, it's that on is the rise. The, the, the rise begins. It's, it's a decline. It's like a wave. It's like a tide. Or it's like the tide's moving in and out. And that's where, where you're talking about letting go. Or what did you say? Acceptance. Said, Acceptance. It's all about, you know, my, my mantra I chose for the beginning of the year was surrender. And it's in some ways, I didn't really know that it was going to be so much more meaningful than I thought it was going to be initially. For sure. It's... um. It'll feel like, let's just say, who knows, if they, if they crush the internet and, you know, there's going to be that feeling where you're like, oh my gosh, like I just worked so hard to build this business up and it's gone. Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I'm never going to be able to rebuild that ever again. It was, took so much work. I don't have it in me. And then all of a sudden you open, you know, I don't know if you open your phone, but you get word of, oh, somebody just launched this decentralized internet and boom in an instant hope floods back into you and you're like oh well maybe maybe i'll write five blogs today maybe i'll you know that feeling yeah i think that's what yeah. it's gonna feel like i still think it's funny when you say crash the internet but but i don't think it's like crash it i just think it'll be yeah. so um, what yeah. was the one we're on right now was the lowest so, one so the one it was temptation to lead you off your path and then abyss abyss okay those are and then what's next? so then after that you've got uh transformation you are not the same as you once were. So I'd be interested now to hear where you guys think you are on your personal hero's journey. Because what's odd for me is I'm going to finish this and I'm going to tell you that I think I, w- I was almost close to the end of a twelve st- of this 12 step. I was like around 10 or 11. Yeah, I'll I'm... go through them because I feel like I was close. And then in some ways, I my my conclusion of 
of it of my hero's journey was delayed because the the world was on a different it's almost like yeah. natal charts you've got them shifted like uh oh, you've yeah. got houses clocks uh-huh. that are not aligned up anyway so the last ones are transformation then you've got um time to heal from some aspect of the past then realization of having gained value experience and gifts to share find or 11 the threshold of return the challenge of returning to a known world as a changed person and finally experience the boon 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 experience the boon of sharing the gifts with friends and society and then home again is that yeah or is that i mean that was 12 but yeah you know what's funny is that as you're saying them, uh, <laughs> it's gonna sound weird or weird or dumb, but I was you got to what step five or six of temptation, and I was like, ah, darn it, I'm here, aren't I? But then I you start continuing more. I'm like, okay, hey, let's be realistic here. I'm not just trying to put myself down. So I'm either at step five or on personal, I feel like, or step eleven. <laughs> they reflect each it other in a way. In some parts, yeah. And I then, um, yeah, it kind of comes back to you. I was just doing um, uh, a v- Instagram video today on how you have to be brutally honest with where you are in life, and I feel like that's actually really important with what you're saying right now, especially for per- on a personal level for people, is that you have to be brutally honest with where you are because. That's why I would say I'm at step five is that I couldn't say, oh, I haven't changed that much. I can't give myself the, like, the the kudos, I guess, mm-hmm. for saying, oh, I've been through this great change. That would, or in a way, get my hopes up that I've changed this much and I'm this close to the end of the tunnel. And so really taking a moment to actually be honest with yourself and where you are, whether that's farther back or farther forward than you are, is really important. Yeah. For sure. Well, and I can see an imprint of how maybe I would consider myself personally on that 11th step, but imprinted on the world at step five that I feel like, okay, I, I have these gifts that will help people navigate this abyss. And it's my job to show up thanks to the Lion Gates portal that's helped me with clarity on that. It's my job to show up and tell people like yeah yeah it's scary i know this is going on but guess what it's going to be amazing after and don't you think all of our travels have i mean through all of our travels we've done so many rounds of that circle i i mean you might have yeah but i don't think i think in the past six years i've gone i'm about to finish this yeah and i do think too it's interesting how it overlaps with in numerology you've heard us probably i think we talked about this in a previous podcast about numerology is that we all each go through nine-year cycles at different paces depending well each one is still year long so it's a nine-year cycle but you are at different points in certain parts of your life and it's interesting to see how that overlaps as well yeah it could be for sure because i would say like in another interesting thing i don't know if you guys would agree with this but do you feel like you bounce between two steps forward one step back then you start then you kind of eventually work your way out of one of these hero's journey steps and you're officially on to the next one but then you kind of jump forward then you skip back then you're well yeah and i was going to say as a parent like when you guys take momo one day and go drive without me i'll be at a totally different place on that circle than what i feel like from just an individual person i mean that's gonna shift things and then where i feel like i am in a relationship right is, right. is totally different but it's really like worth 
taking that uh, are you gonna link that somewhere or tell you could put it, i'll post it on um the tribe feed or on my feed on our app okay you guys can find it i might i think think about how from a individual versus parenting versus relationship versus maybe even like what about for climbing in your sports you're probably at yeah. a different spot in that i would have to consider the yeah it's interesting because like Perhaps it's part of the personal journey. Maybe it's a journey in itself. I would have to contemplate that because I definitely feel like um, I'm between this 10 and 11 of over the spring and winter, the realization of having gained value and, and gifts to share. I was like, oh, I actually could make like something out of this. You know, when I was, you mean. No, no, no. Oh. I was talking about personal. Oh, personal. Okay. Um, But then you reach the threshold of return is actually kind of a... Uh, what would you call it? It's almost, it's a threshold. You can't quite get th- through because it's, that one's the, the part, the challenge of returning as a changed person. And that's constantly a challenge where you feel as though, oh, I don't really fit in in the world as this, with all the experience that I've had or, you know, do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I was trying to think, like, could you see how that, those steps could apply just to your climbing career? A little bit? Maybe. No. I don't know. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah I feel like that's the hard thing is that's, a, that's like the question of um, does all everything you do make you who you are or are they separate from you? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, I would, I would say the first, but. Right. Yeah, so then it would be like then it applies to your journey, but I wouldn't say it's I, I think if I, real quick, like seeing that, I'm like, oh, Think of like surfing, how that was for me. Like how I, this, there was like this circle. This idea that uh, you, you're like so excited. I'm going to become a surfer. Like I'm old, but I'm going to figure this out. And then you're like addicted to it. And then you take a couple beatings and you're like, hmm, is this so much as much of importance? And then you're like, no, no, I still love it. I'm going to keep trying to get better. And then you think you're going to get better and better and better. And you're like, hmm, I'm not really getting much better at all. I'm kind of here. And then you have this ability to be like, Oh, well, you accept that that's, that's, you know, you maybe get a little bit better, but not much. And then you just have like joy in where you're at in that stage. Yeah, on a micro, yes, on a micro level, I get it. Because yeah, you have to, the difference is that I think that the abyss when you're on a personal level actually feels shitty. Whereas the abyss when you're on a, on something that you enjoy doesn't really feel that abyss like. You're kind of just like, okay, I'm going to go surf every day and get repetition. Yeah. (laughs) This is because you're a type three. That's why. You're like. (laughs) I'm always going to get better. But someone like me who's like, hmm, I got to a point in my sports that I realized, you know what? I'm probably never going to get better than this. I should just, that was my abyss when I was like, I was like fighting and angry. I think it was the, those times in like Oceanside when I get in fights with other surfers and like taking a wave and then, and, and then you're like, what am I doing? Like trying to fight over this one with, like, I'm just not going to get better at this sport with considering. I guess it's other factors too, but I just like that tangent because, you know, if I wasn't a commander, I'd be a debater. So <laughs> <laughs> side tangent. Okay. Back to the, stay focused. So, I mean, that was, I think that it's was, cool. um, I think it's, I'm really glad. I was thinking that. of possibly if people were interested on our app, I was thinking we could do a totally a cool workshop on. Um, Ooh, because I feel be like cool. we, we all, every, you know, some are called thresholds, but I feel like we're all stuck on our own threshold, our own personal threshold. And every step feels there's a moment of confusion or difficulty in breaking through the next step. And I thought, oh, this, yeah. it could be a pretty cool workshop for us to uh, give people the step-by-step 
um, breakthrough guidelines on how to get through each step. Absolutely, because Isabel's remark about mindfulness is like, to us, we look at it and it's like, oh, duh, because we spend an obscene amount of time analyzing our happiness. But you're right, if you're someone's really busy and doesn't have as much time as we've had to contemplate the purpose of our existence, it would probably be a good thing to work through. Yeah, I think that'd be really fun to do. We come with some super cool journal prompts and worksheets to go with it. Um, I always feel like it's very interesting. It's almost like they do this on purpose. Like um, our older brother, Danny, he just got a new PlayStation. That was like what he spent his money an on. Old PlayStation. An old PlayStation. Yeah, not a new. He got Because a his mom made him get rid of it 20, what, 10 years ago. So, okay, anyways, he, and, he's an adult. He gets to buy it himself yeah. now. And so he has all these video games again. And, you know, video game players, the, the characters, they go through a hero's journey. That's how they build the plot. And I think it's interesting how our, really, our life and with all these things, whether debate of you go through your own hero's journey within each of your activities you do, rock climbing, or if it is all part of your cycle, it's a lot like our life is like a video game in this hero's journey cycle. Not that we're living in a simulation, though we Which possibly we are. are. <laughs> um, but you have all these, you have the main quest and that you're supposed to accomplish. And within that video game, you also have these side quests that will also build your skill set and help you on your hero's journey. And maybe you'll break through in different ways before you actually break through that first step. Or you'll have setbacks. Or you'll get to a part where you just can't figure out how to break through. You can't solve the puzzle. And so you turn off the video game. You turn away from it and you go to free, uh, free play for a while. But eventually you have to come back to that thing. And maybe you wait until you have new insight or you just take a step back and you figure out how to get through, but eventually you're gonna finish the game. And so it's all about, you know, just having the experience of it, accepting where you are and accepting the challenge of the game without feeling like too discouraged that you're not being good at it, nor are you avoiding it. There's a balance of determination with enjoyment of life. That was really or, wise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or you can just go with the theory that it is just an illusion. And when you, when you start to take it too seriously, Maybe extract yourself and be like, it's just an illusion. It's a side note, and I'm not going to get too into it because we're already at like 30 minutes here. But when it, we're going to talk about dream yoga eventually, but um, we're going to save that for later. Um, maybe for in the app as a whole workshop. Yes. Um, but anyway, dream yoga begins when you, you have to start noticing your dreams. Um, and you have to start noticing your dreams by first setting the intention Usually, if you just tell yourself before bed with strong conviction, I will remember my dream, um, and you don't wake up too abruptly, you slowly let yourself wake up, it's pretty easy to remember your dreams, and you have to just write it down first thing in the morning. You can't wait to write it down. But then the second step towards dream yoga is to become aware that you are the dreamer in the dream, which is known as lucid dreaming. And so to start lucid dreaming, you have to basically create the subconscious habit of questioning your reality, because the only way to wake up in a dream is to have a moment where you question your reality. And the only way to transfer that habit is to start questioning your daily reality. So you can try this. Um, it's, <laughs> and you might start to wonder while you're at it if your daily waking life is reality. <laughs> I love it. Yes, we should totally do a dream yoga workshop. I've been working on setting the intention. It's amazing how how hard like I do notice from setting the intention since you started reading the book 
that I'm more aware as I wake up, but because I'm not writing it down, I forget them. The one thing that I've been better about, because if I woke up, I wouldn't be able to recite to somebody, but I'm better at cluing in on like the overall theme or mm -hmm. message. Mm -hmm. And I, that's, that's definitely helped. Like real quick, I'll be like, uh, good or bad. Like I'm telling myself, was that a good dream or a bad dream? Was it telling me to do something or was it telling me not to do something? What like, was the message it was trying to send me? Like, was it a subconscious program or an omen? Like, yeah, like, yeah. That's always a fun thing. And I will add to this really quick and not try to go on too much of a tangent. But even if you don't want, feel like you're the super spiritual person who wants to question their reality, if they're in the matrix and understand and come be in control of your dreams, I feel like it's also really insightful to start questioning your dreams and becoming aware of them because that feeling carries into your day. I have like noticed this so much as I've started to notice my dreams. A lot of us tend to have dreams that are full of anxiety because anxiety is on our mind or we have dreams that are full of stress or worries or of traumas. So by becoming aware of our dreams and noticing what those dreams are about, we can notice how we're feeling as we're going into our day and then change that because it's so subconscious usually that we can have an anxious dream and then we don't notice it and then we just feel anxious all day and we don't notice that either because it's so deep below the surface. But if we start to notice our dreams, we can change that and then set us up to be more high conscious, mindful, and happy. Awesome. Anything else, Mom, you want to add? I think, no, that wraps it up for today. That was great. All right. We'll see you guys. See you guys. Well, see we're you guys next Wednesday. No solo cast Saturday this week. We're going to Glacier. But I'll be back on Monday maybe with an uh, interview.